0: Hello everybody again and welcome to episode 2 of ClickerCast, the last of us podcast. My name is Matt Hudson from what I watched tonight and joining me once again, I don't think he's infected this time but I am going to check his best been bulletin from Bob the podcast. How you doing mate? Well, not bad mate, still not
1: infected yet so Damn. all good things considered. you know. I'm kind of worse. hoping
0: you were just so we've got something new to open the show with.
1: Well, maybe it'll be episode 3, maybe episode 3 I'll just start making clicker noises instead of talking. <laughs> Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, just do that for the whole show. It won't be annoying at all, will it?
1: No, maybe towards the end. Maybe towards the end, uh, people will get some enjoyment out of my suffering. So, we'll, we'll see.
0: Deal. Well, if you want, if you want Besspin to spend the last five minutes of the next show just clicking and howling, then let us know and we'll make make it happen, even even against his wishes. Um, yeah, we're talking about episode two this week of the Last of Us on HBO and Sky Atlantic. This one is called Infected, directed by the big man himself, Neil Druckmann same as last week if you haven't seen episode two please stop listening i never say that but stop listening go and watch it it's about 50 minutes long it's shorter than last week's episode go and watch it come back and listen to us because then you can't have a go at us for when we spoil the living hell out of this episode so that is your pre-show spoiler warning so with that Let's get into it. The first first episode, we were both up on. I think we both really dug the Mm. first episode, and and now seeing the reactions online, not just the critical ones on RT. They're still ninety nine percent, ninety six with the audience as well. But they're just just people. You know, people on Twitter, people on Instagram, people on Facebook, and whatever. Just universally loving this show. And what I've seen a lot of people say is, "Hey, look, it got off to a great start." But how many other shows got off to a great start and fumbled? did this show make for you for episode 2 now uh, did it did it take a downward step for you as it fumbled
1: no it hasn't fumbled I don't think this is as strong as the first one but the first one has a lot more there's more of a gut punch in the first one Um, I think this is excellent uh, as a follow up last week Um, I really dig it I really do Um, but I have uh, maybe I have like a main, very 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 nitpicky issues very minor um Hmm. but no i do really like the episode what about you yeah i I enjoyed it there was so much in this
0: i liked i think it was a really good follow-on from the first episode with the carnage of the initial salvo of episode one to the you know the relative calm as we got to know this world the qz a little bit more it ended with joel ellie and tess leaving the qz so now what's out there we don't know what's out there we're told there's awful things out there I think this episode did a did a good job at it showing us at telling us at building some really really solid tension and atmosphere as well and taking its time to get there. I love what I love about what the show is doing uh, certainly in the second half of the last episode and this one is it's taking its time like the game the game wasn't in a rush to get anywhere no. you, know, you take your time to get from A to B to C and the and the and the show is doing the same you know, Druckmann, his fingerprints are all over this episode it's quite apparent to see when you watch it again but i I like you i mean you're going to be honest is this as good as episode one no it's not but episode one was that was that was extraordinary you know episode one was such a good episode in pretty much every aspect that it's going to be damn near impossible to top that the further we go into the season i think but i enjoyed it though i think this is still a really really strong episode and we're two episodes Mm -hmm. in mate and it's this is, this is quality TV. But I do want to know, you just mentioned the, the NP word, nitpicks. I want to start off with that because we were so up on the episode last week and let's, and let's face it, we're both positive on this one. But what were the nitpicks then for this one?
1: I don't, I don't like how Tess goes out. Um, yeah, False spoilers, obviously, because I just said she's yep. nice. Um, yeah, so I don't like that. I, I think Tess... Too are quick? Cool. Or? Well, I just think it's weird. I think it test sacrificing herself makes total sense. She's infected. She knows she hasn't got long, and she and she believes in the cause now. When when she's accepted death, she urges Joel to carry out the mission to get Ellie. Yeah, save who you
0: can save.
1: Yeah. So she's fully on board and she's going for the greater good. It's just how she goes. When that guy walks after her and just kisses her, in. <laughs> You didn't find it romantic or sexy? Well, it wasn't either. It was just odd. Like <laughs> it was just. It was good. Like, I know he's doing it obviously for the uh, the tendrils to go into the, the mouth. Yeah, but it's like you know, it's still a really weird scene. You know, like you could have had yeah. him like notice her and like run at her and like start biting or something as she. That like, would have made more sense. Yeah, I was just it just it just took me out. I was like, that's weird. You know. Um, yeah, no, like goes- he. Well, upon
0: upon rewatch of this, I, I know what you mean. Um, when it happens, the the guy, this this one infected, stops and st- lurches towards her, and he's kind of thinking, "Oi, oi, what's what? <laughs> let's take your digits." Um, and he's very forward in doing so. And the the visual is very odd, obviously, like the, the tendrils slowly kind of going in, and you kind of have to wonder, like, what's the what's the end game there? Is he trying to fuse himself to her? Because it's different now to the game. It's not spores. It's mm-hmm. it's this fungus. It's obviously the fungus, but it's the tendrils and how they how there's this connection between uh, host and the actual fungus tend- uh, cordyceps itself. But so, like, why it's kind of bite? What's he trying to do? Why wouldn't he bite? That's that's what yeah, they yeah, all do. Exactly. They always bite. So unless he consents that she's already been bitten and he and she's already one of them, and he's again just, yeah, trying to f- fuse himself with her, I don't know. Why I get what you mean. It's a strange looking thing
1: as she well. She could even like try and like slowly back away because all, all the infected that's, that's running through, they don't they look like clickers. Her. They all are just infected, right? Yeah, you they're know? just infected. So they can still see her. It's only the clickers that can't see her. So she still could have backed away from it but i don't know i just found the moment weird it's dramatic
0: tension isn't
1: it yeah and that's the thing that's what ruins the dramatic tension for me it was that moment because i was on the edge of my seat like as joel grabs ellie and she's screaming like no we can't leave her like yeah and you see the horde just running through um it was just just a weird because the guy as well he just looks like adam lambert or something you know (laughs) he did it like billy joe from green day It was weird. It was just like, it just looks like some like half decent looking rock fella. Yeah, Yeah. like, you know, and just goes up to run and gets his neck on and it's just like,
0: what is, like, why? Um, Hey, look, look, the infected have got to get some too. Uh, No, I get what you mean. It felt, it felt, for me, it felt a little bit abrupt now whether or not the rest of the season is going to do that kind of rush past key moments remains to be seen. But that's my only problem was I, I would have loved to have seen this story maybe play out a little bit longer, because from the moment they have the the battle the battle with the clickers in the in the museum from to when they get to the to the to the um, whatever building they're in when they uh, no not the is it what building are they when they get um, when she gets she has her final stand I can't remember
1: it's but... it. it it's a they, build, go th- they're a rendezvous they go through point the on. hotel to the museum and then they end up at this place, which is the meeting That's point. That's at
0: the hotel, sorry, yeah. When yeah. when they're in the hotel and they're fighting the clickers, she gets bitten there. From then on, she's she's very tetchy, she's very snappy, and Joel, you can tell by his face, he knows something's up. Yeah, then they get to the museum, thank you. And it just felt very quick. At like the moment, I mean, <sighs> depends how long they want to dwell on things for. I would have liked to have seen Tess stick about for a bit longer Wait, before the reveal this- was made, because she's such a badass
1: this is where the rules of the show comes in which we talked about on the last episode yeah it's a poster limitations, on... if you will yeah so the poster on the wall when the kid wanders into the qz and yep. gets, you know put down <laughs> i don't know if that's the right term, <laughs> but uh he, he on the wall it says if you're bitten on the neck it's five You've... to 15 that's minutes it. that you turn and so that in itself
0: is that's consistent with the rules that they've set up which i totally respect
1: yeah and that's where i wonder is this that's why they probably couldn't give us a few more minutes of breathing room between uh getting bitten to get into the, the meeting place
0: it probably then, was real time i think yeah
1: yeah but it's also you gotta think well how long did it t- take them to get from the museum to the to where they are supposed yeah. to meet the fireflies we don't yeah. actually know how large of passage of time that is i know they say it's the short way it's and... got to be at
0: least 15 minutes maximum surely Exactly, exactly. so
1: if they yeah. turn within 5 to 15 minutes, and we assume, you know, that's that's the average that happens, right? 5 to minutes. Yes, it yeah, yes. hasn't so turned, like, but at that point. It
0: take 10 minutes to do it, because they're in the museum for, well, give or take 5 minutes before it all goes to pot, so... But, yeah, I mean, that's not... I don't, I don't have a. I don't have a genuine issue with it. Yeah. I'm not sitting no, i don't thinking, either. oh, damn but it, what a, what a load of other crap, but...
1: Because it, of their it, it own it rules... Yeah, because of their own rules, they can't give us that little bit of breathing room. Um, yeah,
0: and I respect that they're sticking to their own rules. Yeah, it, I do too. It, whether I agree with it or not, or or not, which I mean, I don't disagree. I'm not an idiot, but the fact that they, the fact that, like you said, they put it on a poster, they literally stuck it on a poster and said, "This, this, this is what happens," and they stuck to it. You know, fair play. You know, but I, they they did what they said. So within this adaptation, that's the way it goes. And mm-hmm. okay, fine.
1: Yeah, and even uh once they once uh joel and Ellie realize the test is infected yeah. um and joel shoots one of the infected that's still in the meeting place he looks out the door and sees the horde is running and he says we've got a, a, at most a minute
0: about, about a minute yeah
1: um so we know the walk from where they were to there is short anyway those mm. that horde is obviously running full speed at this place so Say say it takes about five minutes to get from where they were to where they are, and it takes five minutes to fifteen minutes for you to turn. Tess is due to turn imminently at this point. Yeah, you know, um, I kind of, I almost wish Ellie just didn't figure it out. Oh, that she's infected. I kind of wish
0: that was that felt like it is for the audience, didn't it?
1: Yeah, I kind of wish she like Tess did a twitch, not a big twitch, but maybe something with her hand or something, because early in the episode. They make the well. Joel says, "If if she twitches, I'll shoot her." And Ellie (laughs) like pretends to twitch and like you know for a joke. It's funny that is. Yeah. So I would have liked to maybe seen that come back into play for the reveal of Tess being affected. Um, Yeah, it was just done very
0: quickly, and it comes. I mean, look, I don't want shows to be an hour and twenty minutes long every episode if they can't realistically fill it out. But unusually, I'm sitting here saying, "Oh man, this film was or episode." Could have been a little bit shorter, of anything, but this one I think probably could have it, even with like three or four minutes, because you know, that's mm-hmm. a long time in in, yeah. in television or film. Three four minutes, just just that, you know, with, get, ma- getting there or with the characters or, or, or whatever it might be, like you say, with the, the, the this kind of like slow realization on everyone's part of that of damn, you know, she's this is it, you know, she's been she's she's been beaten, she's infected because she's twitching, and it and it would it would have made that ending a little bit more. I think it would have hit a little bit harder than it did because I don't think we had enough time with Tess what we got was great because in the first game she is an absolute cold hearted MF mm-hmm. she is a killer um, and it, and in the show we kind of saw that at least in her attitude anyway in behaviours but I kind of wish we'd seen a little bit more spent a bit more time with her but I think like you say that they're sticking to their limitations mm-hmm. the, higher, the higher ups are probably wanting a bit more Joel and Ellie going forward maybe I don't know and they want to get the com- story moving
1: so they combined like obviously the first episode was supposed to be two episodes, but they yeah, wanted exactly. Joel and Ellie in the first episode, so they combined them and it worked that's it it. Makes... and
0: you can and you can but you can see I remember saying last week you can mm. see in that bit in the middle it just the tone changes drastically yeah. which, which actually worked quite nicely it does. But you can you yeah. can tell
1: yeah and so that's the thing with this week that, that's that's my only like gripes with it that's that is it, and that is very minor mm. level stuff again, the reason I even bring it up is because we're holding this show to such a high level. Absolutely. Um, HBO make prestige television. The Last of Us as a game is prestige. It's considered Mm -hmm. one of the best story-driven games ever. And, you know, this as an adaptation and this as a HBO series are held to high standards. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's it, that's why I think certain things like Tess's um, untimely demise may stick out that bit more because everything around it is so good. Um, I'm, I was like, I'm just going through my notes. I was racking my brains, trying to think, can I counter that with anything? And I can't, man. There's, I mean, the my gripe. I mean, that wasn't necessarily a gripe for me. Upon rewatch, it stuck out to me that it was done quickly. Now I know you're your nitpick wasn't necessarily the speed of it per se but that's one thing i have noticed is that you know the, the it, it moved from a to b to c quite rapidly to get the passing of time was shown very quickly but everything that they're showing for me though is is superb from from minute mm-hmm. one to the end it's been excellent again mate what i really liked about this episode as with the last one is is the opening is the the prologue this time we're in in jakarta back in 2003 yeah. And and like the first episode, we get another excellent opening. We get all the exposition we need, but it's done dramatically. It doesn't feel like a lecture. It doesn't feel like you're being spoken to. The, yeah. the, the, the dramatisation of what happens. And when they add things like this to the story, which mm-hmm. wasn't in the game, this is where it thrives now. When we, when we go to Jakarta and they, they pick up Professor um, Ibru Ratner, Professor of Mycology, base, uh, 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 and when she, she, she has to see this this infected she sees the cordyceps below this infected woman's skin and when what a she is asked, as
1: well?" just just cut open her skin and just see it all there just no see blood trickles she's like
0: day. she's like humans can't act as a host you know cordyceps can't they can't live within a human host because obviously like, like we heard in the first episode mm. the guy said john hannah's doctor said if the if if the world gets warmer and you know this fungus decides to mutate somewhat We lose, game over, and and it was followed up so well here, where we found out when the guys like, look, we brought you in, professor, so we can get a vaccine, so we can get a cure. And she's like, there is no vaccine. The only, pretty much the only way you can try and contain this is to bomb the sissy and everybody in it. And that is as much, almost as much of a gut punch as the the first episode when what with Sarah in a different way the fact that this professor has realized what's happened there is no cure we were warned about this in the 60s and the only way to do it is to kill everybody including her own family mm-hmm. it is excellently written it's excellently performed the the excellently shot the lack of music is fantastic it's the exposition we need and and, and we find out that the the virus itself the fungus was transported transmitted via a flower and grain factory mm-hmm. in the city and I've I've seen some speculation online you've probably seen it as well mate that somebody on Reddit I think was saying that Oh, I think I think it's in the flower because you know Joel, Joel and Ellie and Tommy they didn't eat uh, pancakes in the morning they didn't have any of the cookies from the Adlers next door you know none of they didn't have any of this but the people who did near them were getting it um, yeah and it's, thought, which is it's
1: interesting uh, like you mentioned but they like, you know start bombing the cities That's Madness. that's it's in the same day that you know where Joel resides. It's getting it's getting blown <laughs> up, you know. Like that's how quickly It'd these events the transpired, You know. Can you imagine living in a world now? Well,
0: let's let me rephrase that. We have li- we've we've lived through a disc an awful pandemic, but can you imagine living in a world where the only way to contain an outbreak is to essentially mm. destroy it?
1: Yeah, yeah. it's this terrible, man. Like it's again. The performances in, in these moments are incredible. Um, and this again, the show gives you a sense of dread, even though you know what's happened, you know what's coming, like you've seen it, you've already been through one episode, but it's still what these characters are going through. And this l- look on the professor's face, as well as the security guard, or whatever he is, like they know it's inevitable. This is it, we've lost. And
0: god damn,
1: and again. Like, a friend asked me after episode one, he was like, oh, like, when, um, when when Joel and Tommy, they're, like, driving on the highway, they see, like, two, like, planes, like, bomb past them. Yeah. And he was like, what's that about? I was like, I can't tell you. But I was like, look at all the details. Nothing is ever random in this show. So I was like, if you think, well, that's odd, hold on to that thought because it'll come back into play. And it did in this episode. They, we know why those, a big way. those jets are flying over. You know? they will get ready and to bomb And then it comes the back later
0: on when they see the craters and Ellie's but like, is this the where they bombed? And it's yeah. huge. They show that um, perspective shot of her standing by and she is very small compared to this bomb. And I, 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 it was just another moment. It's like a silent moment where you don't get a big music drop. You don't get any kind of sinister sound effects. It's just, was this, was this where the bomb dropped? Yep, there she is standing there. And it's just... Yeah, vroom, well, she makes a joke about
1: it. Like in typical Ellie fashion, she makes jokes. She says it's like a messed up moon. Um, yeah, she does. You know, she's and, great uh, in this
0: episode, Bella Ramsey.
1: Oh, she's great. Yeah. The, the 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 comedy in this episode, there's a lot of like comedic elements in this episode, and it all springs from her. Yeah. You know, naturally early on, as well. Mm, yeah, early on, when she like, when they ask if she needs any food, she's like, I've got my own. And uh, the, she's there with a with a really good looking chicken sandwich it you know good doesn't it and uh you know they're just scraping by and they're asking her if his chicken is a good um little moments with with her in the uh as they walk through that hotel and they're like um she she pretends to be a guest and um and, and when Joel is trying to make small talk with her um for the first time like this is the first time he's been left alone with Ellie without Tess and He's like, that's a nice knife. Like, where did you learn this trick? And she's like, from the circus. And
0: He just huffs.
1: Yeah. It's she's great in this episode. Um we said it on the last one that she doesn't really does capture the spirit of Ellie from the games. And that's even more true here. It's the wits, it's the it's the vulnerability. It's her displays. She wants to be tough, but she isn't. You know, yeah. She's been through a lot, but and she wants to convey this error of confidence, and and that she's, you know, tough. But she isn't. She's a kid, you know. Um, and that comes through in the, those little moments where she's like, "Oh, I'm a guest, and you know, I would like my luggage taken to my room." Yes, like, and that you felt know.
0: so much like Eddie from the game. Yeah, she was the way she was talking, just the way she snaps at people, and the way she just the way she the way again keeping it pg the way she curses at them is it just felt like ellie when when she says to joel and Tess just before they're leaving at the beginning she says can Mm. i have a gun and they both (laughs) say no and she's like okay i'll throw a sandwich at them it's just the way she (laughs) says it almost like under it's like it's such a pain in the backside teenager attitude but it it works so well and little moments throughout like yeah like she's like "I i went to school little Quips like that, and I've got more written down, which I'll, I'm sure I'll throw out she said, during the rest of it. Or, but it's so good.
1: And then Joel like uh, says something to her, and she asks a follow up question, and she's like, "I thought you went to school. She said, it wasn't a good school." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It's he's got an answer for everything, and it never felt, um, it never felt forced. And that's one thing I've uh, I noticed that the comedy feels right, feels natural. That comes down firstly to the performances, secondly the chemistry and the writing, but it didn't feel like somebody pretending to be somebody else it just felt like ellie and that's in that situation but even joel when when, when tess has the uh, a torch and a gun in both of her hands and ellie's mm-hmm. like i've got a spare hand and he just says congratulations and walks off mm-hmm. the, the, the the timing the tone of it is just great they're like it's like a bickering father and daughter relationship and those two uh are, are getting better and better the first episode was that was Pedro's time to shine. He was magnificent. He's great in this one. This one now, Bella Ramsey comes into her own more as well. She's getting more to do. She's getting more lines. She's getting more Ellie-isms. And Anna Torv's Tess as well. I mean, rest in peace. Last time we are going to see her. She's great as well. And we're pretty much just with them, aren't we? These This episode is pretty much just those three. Yeah. In fact, it is.
1: Yeah, it is just these three. And um, Apart from the prologue, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you picked up on this as well, but in the moment where they enter the hotel... And uh, Joel begins to walk through the water. Ellie says, I can't swim. And it's a callback to the first episode for a start because yep. uh, Joel and Tess, they take the mickey out of uh, teenagers uh, at this time not being able to swim. Yep. Um, and also, I think it's a reference to the game. Where I think it's definitely fir- a reference to the game. Yeah, in the first game, uh, Ellie can't swim. So anytime Joel enters a, an area of water, he has to get a, like a pallet yeah, and put Ellie on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This,
0: I think it's definitely that.
1: Yeah. And it's taking the mick out of, of themselves out of the game. And it's good. That's, it's, it works really well because he just does a little jump. She's like, Oh, well, I didn't yeah. know that. You know? He like, um, comes up to like him?
0: his shins and she's like, Oh, fair enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, um, our, we have a friend, uh, Pevy. And, uh, Pevy. He, he couldn't play the first game. He, you know, he didn't like the gameplay. And, um, he won't mind me saying this. He wasn't very good at the game.
0: And, yeah, fair enough.
1: um, and he always makes the jokes of if if they don't move planks in that in that TV series, then that was pointless in the game. And because and, uh, cause, and Sorry, when Peppy. he got to, when he got to that pallet moment, where you have to put Ellie on it and move her around through the water, he hated it. And uh, yeah, that's <laughs> not there. There's week. always a pallet there. Yeah, it's not it's not there this it's not there in this show. It's not there this week. It's straight to the point. And again, it's how you adapt a video game, right? Like they yeah. they take the mick out of themselves, and you know I think I think that's the perfect response to it. You know, taking away some of these gameplay elements, and this is the reason we don't. The um, like, you know, the infected are used like kind of like sparingly. Like you know, you see them in this episode, like we see clickers in this episode, yes, and we do. You know, um, they look fantastic. You know, talk about like mm-hmm. talk about not bringing something from the games in terms of that element of gameplay but yeah. bringing the clickers in, and they look dead accurate. They look They look perfect. incredible. And seeing
0: Joel and Ellie just crawling behind counters and worktops and that, it it just looked like uh, an incredible 2023 remaster, which I know we've got, of the game. And I was like, it, it just feels
1: like I've got a control in my
0: hand, and I am watching them crawl and trying to get stealth my way mm-hmm. out of this
1: situation. Yeah, and it was just the sounds. As soon as you hear the sounds, it's like again chills because the first time you encounter them in the game and you know the d- the dread you have because you are fearful of those things in the game you know fearful wrong
0: for them in the show as well
1: <laughs> yeah one wrong move and you are done
0: and uh yeah again R- what look I- at this in the show, mate. they the first encounter with them mm-hmm. to is bit this is literally this, this is literally day yeah. one this is this is within hours of li- li- of leaving the qz uh or the next the, ne- the next day well doesn't she doesn't she get better L- L- you get sh- Eddie gets bit again Tess gets, gets, gets fatally bitten that's within what probably 10 hours 12 hours ma- min maximum of leaving the QZ one mm-hmm. is already dead one's already been bitten thankfully she's immune and Joel's almost had his almost had his um, life handed to him and that's just from the first encounter with the clickers and they, they, they make mm-hmm. them a threat in this series already
1: yeah and like obviously as they enter the museum they see a ravaged body on the floor and <laughs> that's giving us a warning for it. We see all how just all the fungi. Is it fungi or fungus? How would you say it? Fungus, isn't it? Uh,
0: see, I would have said fungus, but I think fungi is the plural. one, but I, right. I, I love how they set that up with Joel kind of knocking it because Tess says beforehand they are connected because we see a horde, mm-hmm. don't we, just kind of laying on the floor, just having a having nightmares on the floor, mm-hmm. and Tess gives us little a good bit of exposition. Out, you know? Yeah, she's she's like, yeah, they, they, they're connected. You know, you and then Joel says you you step on a cordyceps fungus on the floor. That sends that essentially sends out a signal through through the through the connect through the fungus. They know exactly where you are and they are coming for you. Mm -hmm. So we get to this museum and of course the whole thing is just covered in it. So we 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 go go with that knowledge that oh my god, not only is not only can you not step on it, but the whole damn thing is covered in it. A vibration's going to make a make a make a problem. What's how quiet have they got to be? And then we're given that false sense of hope when Joel's like, oh yeah, it's, it's bone dry. It's fine. I think we're going to be okay. And then, yeah, like you said, they see this body and Ellie's like, look, I've been attacked. That ain't what it looks like.
1: Yeah. And even the moment then, a little bit later, Ellie like steps on part of, of the of the fungi <laughs> and yep. Joel looks at her with, if looks could kill, you know. Death. Um, if he could have shot her, then he would have. Yeah. yeah. And again, nothing. It's still situation normal at that point but again um you mentioned that they, they explained to us how mm-hmm. uh, how the fungi connected you know how you can stamp on it in one area and it'll alert the horde yeah. you know it could Sings be coming. at the signal yeah and this is exactly what happens later on joel kills that one infected thinks that it's fine but he sees underneath on the hand that there's there it is he's the, they've the messed up have so it comes heard. back again yeah but um going back to the clicker i don't know about you but whoever they has to be these clickers they deserve a round of applause because they captured their movements perfectly bang on their movements and i know they got the the voice actors from the game back to do the the voice and and somebody else yeah yeah but um the movement is perfect it's so unnerving and unnatural um that yeah again ripped this of the game put it on screen and it works so well in terms of prosthetics and makeup and the choreography of it nailed it absolutely Bang. nailed it um, i used to
0: have nightmares about a, things moving like that as a kid
1: yeah and it's such, a dispen- such a suspenseful uh, sequence as well um again we me and you know what's coming we've played this game it doesn't and, change it but it doesn't change it and i would love to be there uh, with somebody who hasn't seen it, you know, to see yeah. their response to uh, this sort of situation, you know, because me and you, we know where Tess goes, Ellie goes, Joel goes. Mm. We know the beats, yeah, yeah. But somebody who knows nothing about The Last of Us, I'd love to see how <laughs> mm. how these sort of scenes play for them. Um, but again, massively crafted. Neil Druckmann, like I said, direct is directing this episode, yeah, and uh,
0: you did a great job
1: you know he did a great job with it and you know he's he's not going to skimp on the details he's going to make sure oh, everything Christ, is no. bang on with this one
0: i think my only if, if i was going to have a nitpick it probably would actually come in this scene and it's but it's it's just it's just a tension trope it's an atmospheric cliche the way mm. they they get it you know, um joel gets into the room where they eventually meet the clickers and he's kind mm-hmm. of scoping it out and then of course just as they just as they're about to go in the roof collapses behind them and it's kind mm-hmm. of oh that was lucky or it's been standing for so long and now it decides to cave in um i suppose that, that if, if i was really going to be a pain i'd be like well come on again
1: that's diving deep isn't it to try and find an that's, issue d- that's being, you know?
0: that's being embarrassing that's being um that's being like that's like being on the internet and just throwing out random rubbish online that is the kind of stuff you get where the what did the roof collapse in that ain't a nitpick but I, i'm desperately trying so i don't come across as somebody who finds g- goodness and everything but even then i was like well they've got to they've got to find a way to get the clickers in because joe yeah yeah they can't see but they can hear of course. That's going to alert them. that massive crash, and yeah, like you said, big boy. The the clickers look, sound, and act just like, like you said, just like they've been pulled from the game. They generally are unnerving for somebody who's played the game, for somebody who's watched gameplays and seen other people doing it. Doesn't matter. They're still genuinely scary. And the fact that Joel and Tess are just pumping them full of bullets, and they're still coming. They're they're just un, they're unrelenting in their desire mm-hmm. just to kill. That is, and like like we said, they've all they basically get two of three, two out of three of the people there. It just yeah. so happens Ellie is immune. These guys aren't are not to be taken lightly. Like the, the humans, make they seem they they kind of set up that they're easy to kill. You can you can pump them with a bullet or two and they're gone. The infected, but the clickers are a different story. And the, 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 the we get a little bit of clicker law earlier on in the episode when when they're walking, you know, they, they hear some they hear a howl like the infected roar. Mm-hmm. And Ellie kind of says, "Oh, you know, the, the, there are. Are you telling me there's no infected out there? There's no infected that throw spores at you like fungal spores at you, which is quite a nice throwback. Or there aren't any which have um, Their the heads have just kind of exploded and they they, they they see in the dark like bats and things like that. So she's kind of." She's kind of, talking about the heads being split open, sorry, she's kind of just letting us know what these guys are about, what they can do, mm. and maybe what we'll see later on in the season as well. The way they handle their exposition, whether it's, oh, I can't swim, or kind of jokingly saying, you're telling me that these type of infected don't exist, when we like, oh yeah, they do, and worse. Yeah. Um, It's it's really cleverly done and it feels natural or organic. But that scene was was so tense for people who have played it. Doesn't matter. It Mm -hmm. just felt really really tense because they don't. There's no music or whenever if they do, it's so sparse. They just rely on the fact that it needs to be silent. If they have music playing or anything, a soundtrack or a soundbed, tension's gone because for us, we're watching something. We're watching people needing to be quiet. But there's there's a soundtrack Mm -hmm. to them doing it the fact that it's so deadly quiet just makes every it's like a quiet place this makes every noise amplified and yeah Yeah. i I really really think that they were played up well i thought they were a real threat and you could see with the humans at the end billy joe armstrong or adam lambert versus these clickers you can tell there is an upgrade in terms of these their ability Mm -hmm. and their how lethal they are i think they, they were done excellently
1: Going back to the scene in the museum as well. I wanna like just shout out the cinematography when Joel, Ellie, and Tess are behind the glass, you just see that the, the silhouette of the clicker and and oh. the look of terror on Ellie's face and Joel putting his finger to his yeah. lips. And Not the bad. just the, brilliantly done. Yeah, and the clicks. Like you said, it's silent. There's no there's no music. It's just the clicks and the silhouette of this Thing. unnatural, unnerving beast. And, and like
0: you said, mate, she's just a kid. She also hasn't... She's got a knife, but she's got no weapon. She's just a kid. She can be as tough as she wants. Well, she's, she's got, got a, a
1: sandwich. She can throw a sandwich.
0: Yeah, she's going to throw that chicken sandwich, and it did <laughs> look good, didn't it? But she's she's literally just got her wits and her legs to run, and, and mm-hmm. that's it. And, yeah. and, and she conveys that well as well. She's not wisecracking it at all in those moments.
1: No, and even going back to the scene you mentioned with the bridge as well, uh, quickly, is in those moments mm-hmm. where Ellie's telling Tess and Joel about these rumours she's shared about these various forms of infected, when she talks about, like... The one that throws like spores or whatever, yeah. They laugh it off. They like you know, they think it's a joke. (laughs) But when she mentions the ones that with got a cracked face and uh, they can't see, they hear like bats. Yep.
0: Um.
1: They they're quiet. They don't say anything because they know They know they know that's real. You know. Um. And then there's also a moment they were like, hey, like you know, your parents aren't gonna come looking for you, are they? Or a boyfriend and ellie's like <laughs> no. oh i'm an orphan and no you know <laughs> giving us excellent little done yeah it's giving us a little bit of insight into ellie in that moment um you know and mm-hmm. i think, it's, I, and I they, think well. they ask how she gets bitten as
0: well tess kind of starts bonding a little bit she's like well, yeah. how did you get bitten?" bit and she's like oh i was in there's an there's do you know the mall at the QZ? And she's like, what the one that's locked down and and abandoned and you're told specifically not to go in there. She's like, yeah, yeah, that one. I went yeah. in there, and she was like, did you go by yourself? And you can see there's there's a beat, there's a pause, and Ellie's mm-hmm. like, Yeah, I was, by, yeah, I went went by myself. was like, well, the DLC says otherwise, and the um, DLC says otherwise. Yeah, we know, and we we've again we've seen, we know what's what's happening later on in the season because of the. Uh, casting and because of what things you can see in by the, tra- the, tr- in the trailer as well in the trailer, so we know what they're going to show. But it, it it it's a little more They didn't have to. They didn't take that at, that at that time. They weren't like, oh, we were dancing on this the counter and then mm-hmm. we were declaring love and all this sort of stuff. There no, was none of that. It was just we went into this mall. Uh, yeah, I was by myself. Because uh, later on, we all we'll get I'm sure we'll get like breadcrumbs as to what really happened. I like it. I like that they spend they spend the right amount of time on the right things maybe apart from tests at the end but mm-hmm. there's it's very methodical just just like every footstep in this. I was I wrote that down as a note that they, they the, the cinematographer and Druckmann and that they have a lot of emphasis on feet and I don't I don't mean in a fetish way they might do um but, but they just show here. Yeah, the shit Tarantino would have, it would be all on. He'd love this, but every it, <laughs> every footstep is methodical, It's deliberate. Mm. The dangerous really highlight highlight when you see Joel put his foot down and he and he very slowly kind of flattens his foot because you can't make any sound. You you, you can't. You don't know what's out there, and it goes with the tension. It goes with the atmosphere. It goes with the very sparse, very uh, again very purposeful use of music and soundtrack and ambient noise. That is what I'm liking most about this show, other than, well, to be fair, <laughs> other than the performances and everything else, but mm-hmm. the tone of it, the tone. I mean, it looks like The Last of Us, but it, they're getting the tone right. They're getting the comedy when, I say the comedy, they're getting the gags, the wisecracks when they need to, just like the game did. The game, it sounds like a miserable bloody affair, but there's there's, there's wisecracks throughout, mainly from Ellie, to, 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 to add this levity to it. And we're getting that here and they're doing it in the right places. They're not, you know excuse the term but they're not injecting like the marvel humor
1: no.
0: during the clicker scene they're not suddenly like oh that guy's look again look at his ugly mug or anything stupid like that it's yeah let's get, you know play time's over i love that i i can't wait to find out more i say I'm, I'm gonna say this every week mate but i'm so excited to see what other people how they're reacting to these moments because i know a lot of people want to see the clickers you know that, that's the draw mm-hmm. for a lot of people is the infecting and the and the kind of more horror aspect they got it in this episode i think
1: Yeah, they definitely got in this episode, Um, but again, the power of The Last of Us and the strength of The Last of Us as a game and as a franchise is everything outside of the clickers and the action and the gameplay. The the strength is in the story and in the characters. And again, we we don't see the clickers much, you know. And when we do, they use extremely well. And but it's those moments in between all that. Like, even just those little moments on the bridge, getting to know Ellie a bit more, you know, mm-hmm. uh, her and Joel being left alone for the first time. They're trying to they're trying to get to know each other, do a little bit of small talk. And there's moments with Joel as well that, um, like, going back really early on, right at the start of the episode, where yeah. he's not convinced that Ellie won't turn. He's not convinced yes. of this cause and of this mission. Tess is a bit even more in Even the it. end, he's not. Uh, and that, yeah, and he... But there's also a moment with Joel in that scene where he he says, Well, let's just go back to the QZ and she's going to turn anyway. And, you know, he says, They can kill her. Yeah. He doesn't want to kill her. He doesn't want to kill Ellie. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. there's those little moments, see, like, he's not attached to her yet, you know, because he hasn't really. It's been a matter of hours, yeah. you know? I don't even think it's been a full day since he's come into contact with Ellie. Um, but he does he doesn't want to hurt a child he you know mm-hmm. he's harsh towards her he's cold, but you know it's still a child it's like that moment yeah. where he has to take out that guard the p t s d the flashbacks of what happened to Sarah. you know oh,
0: and and that that carries over into this episode, doesn't it? You can see his hand and it's he's mm-hmm. still got bloodied and bruised and he's, he says he's got a hairline fracture, but I think it, i I actually think it's also played. A little bit for misdirection for the audience because it's almost like his hands twitching a little bit mm. um of course it goes nowhere because he isn't but i liked that I, I noticed that second time around and yeah on joel later on in the episode he, he even when, when ellie's bit again even then he's saying you know maybe the second bite will be the one that that turns her that infects her and Tess just snaps. He's like, Dude, Take the can. Can you not just take the win? Can you not realise we might actually win? We may actually see the light through this, knowing full well she ain't gonna. Mm-hmm. Which is a great kind of character moment for her, which we in in retrospect. But to your point, the 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 clickers, the the moments of horror or the moments of sadness or tragedy, they don't work unless you nail the characters, unless you mm-hmm. nail the the situations in between. If you don't get those right, then those moments fall flat. For me yeah. Tess is Tess has worked. It was for me it was too short. I wish it'd been not not I don't want her death to be a long but from getting from one part to the next, I thought I could have done with five more minutes for me. But we, 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 we know Tess from the first episode and from this one we got to see her bonding a little bit with Ellie, a little bit more we kind of saw a little bit more humanity to her. We saw that she was a she was an absolute warrior, um, and went out like one as well. but kind of wish we had a bit more time, but at that moment would have clanged if we didn't have the time that we did with her and it wasn't so well acted especially in the first episode how she is with Joel kind of calming him down talking him around mm. so showing her positive influence on him but you you need those moments you need those characters to work and for mm. me they are and it seems like for most other people uh, they are they are as well and it it started started at the beginning of the episode like i said the beginning of the episode was so well acted so well presented everything else afterwards just feels just like you said it has this sense of dread hanging over it because we we know we've lost we know the length that humanity had to go to try and contain this thing it didn't Mm -hmm. yet we've got a new hope the last hope almost is here so every situation is deadly and i love that
1: and they've really captured how the game looks because this time now we're out of the qz we are in the in the wider world yeah. And nature has taken over to some degree. You know? And it's, it's light as well. It's not, not night time. They're not covering yeah. it up. No, they're not covering it up. They've really shown you the world of The Last of Us and it is perfect. Again, they've nailed how it looks in the game. I know Druckman's involved and he's gonna make sure, but mm-hmm. there's been plenty of times producers or directors or writers have been attached <laughs> to a video game adaptation and it doesn't look right. And again, you know like Ellie says when she's out there like oh I thought there'd be swarms of infected running around and mm-hmm. they're like no yep. like that's not how it is um, again building that world showed us that nature's taken over in many ways like you know you've seen the cars and they're all it's got grass growing through them and all the all the uh, all the buildings they're covered in leaves Um it's decaying if, aren't they just dilapidated yeah, it's, if it's yeah. fallen down and, and given if, up if they're not, like, go, like, covered in leaves or anything, like that, it's covered in, in, in fungi. You know, it's... If nature hasn't taken over, the infective have, you know, and... It's, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And also, in regards to Tess death as well, that's another loss for Joel. Like, all he has Please in this sure. world is Tess and Tommy. And he's mm-hmm. going to try and find one of those people... And lost another in the process. Like and he doesn't know if Tommy's even out there. No. So for all Joel knows, this is it. Now he's on his own, and he is stuck with this girl who he currently does not care about. He doesn't believe in the <laughs> cause, but he's he's seen it through for somebody he cared about. You know, yeah. who's He's just just, like you, you uh, Obi Wan,
0: and Qui Gon a little bit. He's, yeah. he's just taking this on because is because of the dying wishes of, in this case, his his lover.
1: Yeah. And again, like Star Wars, Obi Wan does what his master asks. And obviously, that relationship does grow over time. And um, if you've played the games or whatever, you know that that will happen. And it's, you know, it's been set up all throughout this show. You know, it's weird when said,
0: Ellie becomes Darth Vader, but fine. Yeah. To get yeah. To
1: that. yeah. So, like she like she says in this episode, she's an orphan. She hasn't got any parents. Joel, we, we know he's lost a daughter. Um, the yin and yang, Joel's very cold and very brooding whereas ellie is very witty and sarcastic and loud um they complement each other very well and their backstories their history um they 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 work they work well and um now without Tess being the middleman we'll see more bonding between the two more conversations between the two and that's the most exciting part it's not the action or the the set pieces us to come it is the development and growth of ellie and joe as individuals and as a unit and that's the strength of this game that's the strength of this show um yeah and i think people if they haven't started to fall in love with ellie especially yet they will and they'll love them as a duo um just as we do yep so
0: i think this episode should go a long way to helping that if anyone has any doubts again if you do have doubts or are into it that's fair enough we totally respect that but i think this episode shows now that we get to see more of the Joelisms like you you brought up in the last episode that you know he's he isn't ostensibly a bad person he's just had a bad life essentially he's been dealt the worst hands possible and even even in this episode we see that when Ellie says you know how many you know have, have you how many infected have you killed and he's like quite a lot and, and he goes on to say it's, you know, it's not easy doing it. It's not always easy. Sometimes it's quite hard doing it, knowing that they were once people. Uh, and then it, the conversation's cut off by, by Tess coming back in through the door. So we, we do see that he's not just a terminator. He's not just a, a cold blooded killer. You know, there is a humanity in there. He does know the errors of his ways. But the situation they're in, you, you, you either do you have a fight you, you have to it's, it's survival it's the whole point of the game you survive you do what you can mm-hmm. to survive and he is doing that even though maybe he doesn't always like having to do it and I think that's done that's brought across very well so we get some more Joelism so we mentioned with Ellie we we, we start to see her personality come out more I said that there wasn't any gags during the clicker scene there wasn't but right, right afterwards uh, as I think Tess says to or Joel says to Ellie how are you doing she's like well i didn't cack my pants for want of a better term (laughs) i was like yeah that that feels right it feels earned it feels good so yeah those two we we get the moment at the end of them looking out over the city just like you know you can't deny that view we're seeing we're seeing that relationship very slowly start to blossom and the show will live or die on that the quality of the show will live or die on those two you know that's just that's just the way it is it could be the best looking show the clickers could be terrifying it could sound and look amazing but if those two don't click or those two don't gel people don't buy them that's going to be a big issue for me it's not an issue at the minute I, I buy them it's not desperate fanboy or or mr positivity i just buy them i i i, I see them as the characters that they are whether they look 100 percent like them or not i don't care and i don't really literally do not care they embody the spirit of those characters and it's working for me mate and i think going forward we, we're well we know from the game there's going to have to be a bond developed like you know and it's going to be awesome seeing people's reaction to it but i think it starts off well here mate we really are getting more now by the end of this episode i think we really start to see that bond strengthen a lot
1: yeah i think so too and uh, you know um like i said they've cut out the middleman now in test so joel and ellie are forced to converse with one another and get to know each other a little bit more and look out for one another because in this episode in the small talk it was mostly tess and and ellie they were seemingly the one having the bond they were getting on a bit more naturally than joel and ellie were um so that now puts joel in a place he doesn't want to be he's without tess one of the few people well one of the two people in, in this world that he cares for um and he's stuck with this annoying little girl that you know he has nothing <laughs> in common with. Um, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure they will never get along. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. And again, it's all massively crafted, and you know the writing has gone a long way. Like Craig Mason and um, Neil Druckmann have done a, a fantastic job. Yeah. And you know, um, I can't wait to see where it goes. And a lot of people tuned in as well for the uh, for the first episode. The uh, the series premiere, uh, there are ten million viewers in twenty seven hours. That's ridiculous. That's just in America, I believe. So yes, it's off to a great start.
0: That's huge. Uh, you know, we know it's got a, we know it's got a huge fan base in the gaming community, but as we know in films, that's not always and that's not going to be enough always to push you over the line. If you can get it's the people who aren't who haven't played the games, who aren't gamers, who who don't know the franchise of the property. If you can get them on board. Kind of similar to what, how Grogu Baby Yoda got people on board to Mando, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you are onto a winner. And the fact that this show is living up to the hype—I have not seen one bad review. I swear to God. I mean, yeah, I know it's 99 on RT. I haven't—I haven't been on YouTube and the recommend. I've not seen one bad video from anyone yet, or bad review. And by bad, I mean scathing, as in not not nitpicks or saying, "Hey, it's good, but maybe it's not as good as everyone's saying." I haven't seen one which says what the hell are people watching because this is rubbish yet yeah, yet yeah. there's always still there's still time for that my friend but it's got off to a hell of a start you know that the guys at hbo were, were popping corks all night when mm-hmm. that came through you, you know druckman finally got a couple of hours of sleep after <laughs> that after getting the news through and i hope i hope this momentum continues this episode for me continues the momentum in terms of the story is is it as, is it as strong no but is it a, but is it a is it a very good follow-up yes and like you said it not being as strong as the first episode isn't indicative of the fact that it's pants well, it's, it's, yeah. not, it's still extremely good it's just that it's that we're now in a stage where we're out of the QZ and we have to explore a bit more we have to find out what's out there a bit more before we can get further into the meat mm-hmm.
1: it's like you it's like we said last week uh, with episode one we said that episode was damn near perfect so <laughs> damn near was wasn't it yeah, it was. It was like I've seen I've seen episode 1 three times now. Like <laughs> so have I. yeah, and I, I love it every time. It works every time. There's nothing wrong with that episode. Like there's not, you know. Um and like like even today when we talk about episode 2, the things we've pulled are minor, very very minor. Like it's the same actually pathetic. It is. <laughs> like it's the, the game set it's the standard the first episode set and it's a standard, the standard that being a HBO title sets. you know um, it's prestige TV you know um, people should be watching this I would love to hear the people who've never you know uh, played the games how their reception is you know yep. if it's working as well for them you know because me and you were there we're looking at the little details we like we know what's coming around the corner um, you know we're, look, we're looking at the world building it's yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm so curious to see how everybody feels. I saw some people um, who were saying they didn't like the show. Um, and it's clearly because they never did any research and played the games or anything. It's okay. They were like, oh, it's ripping off the, A Quiet Place. I was like, well... Oh, God, come on. You know, uh, specifically, come on. A Quiet Place 2, I saw a clip being used when uh, Emily Blunt is driving down the streets when the outbreak happens.
0: Yes, great shot, but yeah. it's not... Yeah, it's the other way around. And even if anything, it's it's an an homage because Grzesinski nails the hell out of that scene. Mm -hmm, He does just as much as the game did. Well, the the game is great. The the last of us episode one was almost as good, if not better. And a quiet place two is a very good homage or hat tip. But I mean, I think there'll always be naysayers with any property, especially if something's popular. I mean, I expect halfway through that this isn't giving anything away, but I expect some people. when something becomes popular it becomes almost the in thing to start tearing it down mm-hmm. well, i'm sure we'll get more of that as we go along and i'm you know i'm sure there'll be divisive episodes to talk about and i can't wait to get to some of them but mm-hmm. um i'm not really am I'm, yeah i'm seeing i've seen a few daft takes online but nothing which is really saying this is a terrible show because i think you'd have to be uh, you'd have to be <laughs> well uh, you have to be an idiot face-facing to look at (laughs) this and say this I had to watch it then but to say that this is a bad show you would have to like it but to say it is the worst thing you've ever seen come on just get out of it like you you said we're looking out for those moments in the game that are in the game and there's there's, there's so many and I'm just when we first meet Ellie in this episode and she's asleep in that room it just looks like the game again it's the colour palette it's degrading it just feels like you're in the game it, where, the way things are positioned like a chair or even just how grubby the magazine it, she has to use to cleanse herself with mm-hmm. it's everything like, even the way like, down to how it's ripped or it's got pages missing or torn out just everything looks so lived in it just yeah. feels like a real living breathing dead world I think they've absolutely caned it and, they, and the way they the problem solve when Joel and Ellie have their first conversation about the knife, the they have to find a way to get through to the next room. And Tess is like, "I think I can crawl through." Joel goes. Joel, Joel goes over, gives her a boost, like like they it, do in the game. The game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, but but it's not like oh, it, well, in this episode he's not like here, come here, let me give mm-hmm. you a boost. It's just you know, let's come here. And it feels they do natural. It. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like we've got to get through. You you help me up here, and, and like the way people are fused into the walls and the floors by mm. the cordyceps. That's taken straight from the game. It's it's things like that which there, there is a real there is a real passion amongst the crew. I know Druckers is involved. Uh Druckman, he does give a Druckman when it comes to this one. Mm-hmm. Um there's obviously there's a real love for this, but it, it it does show it does just feel like you're playing this game, but they've taken they've expanded it a little bit more with certain scenes like the one at the beginning and certain elements and little ticks and traits here and there. It's really, really shaping up to be something very special, my friend. But um yeah, I mean, if anyone does hate the show, would love to hear about it. But I haven't really been seeing any.
1: Yeah, no, I would love to hear as well. And um I don't know if you remember this. A few months ago, people were criticising that Sony were releasing a Last of Us Part One remake. Um, yes, this is I, why I saw that. Yeah, this is why. This is why they r- remade that game. Is so anybody who's yes. watching the show and enjoying the show, if you can't wait to find out what happens next you're gonna go and pick up that game and coincidentally well it's no coincidence actually they've got a a, a free trial on playstation plus right (laughs) for the first two hours of that game because they know you're in you're watching the show you're into the show and they want to get you hooked and i hope people are interested in buying that game because watching the show and playing the game it is different it's a vastly different experience they're both fantastic it's the same but different isn't it yeah you know um I'm sure when this is wrapped up, this season is wrapped up. People are going to want to know what happens next. They're going to go and buy the Last of Us Part Two, and I wouldn't be they're surprised. They're going to love it. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if Sony re-release uh, Part Two as the director's cut or the the true oh, PS5 so, version, so, something you know? like that,
0: aren't they? Yeah, if, yeah. Look, if you haven't played the game, it's you don't you don't have to go and play a game from 2013, which to be fair even looks decent now. There, mm-hmm. They're they They've retooled it for the next-gen slash current-gen consoles. You can play yeah. it, it re- totally remastered, totally retooled. And they, it looks a million dollars as well.
1: Yeah, and they changed the gameplay in, in um, the yes, Part the 1 remake. Yes, yeah, so to match Part 2, which is obviously way more modern. Um, Very clever. Yeah, So, and I know if they do a director's cut or a, PS, a true PS5 version of The Last of Us Part 2, me and you were there. I know, we're I, know I would that. be, yeah. I don't um, often
0: drop money on things that like that, which cost 80-odd quid. But I would for that because I genuinely. I mean, again, I'm not going to start spoiling the second game. All I'll say is, no. in the first in the first episode, I mentioned that it was maligned because it is. It's not. It's, it's the real ones. No, it is top top draw, but it got a lot of controversy uh, around many aspects of it. Generally, um, for the totally wrong reasons. But mm-hmm. it, as a game, it is. It's a monster. It's incredible. The story is unbelievable i think again i think the story of the second game is better than the first game but i can't tell which of the games i prefer i'm, I'm always going back and forward because only a bit but i say that because the second game is so large it's so expansive and there's so much going on yeah it all works whereas the first game it is tighter it's a it's a tighter more focused story there's there are there are new, lots of characters to incorporate but it feels small compared to the second one Mm. and that's that's not a knock on either of them i hope it does get a surge mate i was on the playstation plus store only last night and the last of us is front and center the the ps5 remaster of the first game plus the trial as well and the last of us 2 Mm -hmm. it's there they know what they're doing a fair play to them do you know what i mean if if it gets more people playing great if it then boosts the real potential of that third game coming out then everybody's a winner because this adaptation, whilst it is the first game, it shows to me that there is a real passion. Druckmann isn't—he hasn't finished with the Last of Us after part two. He's come to this. I—I I wouldn't be surprised if this has absolutely revitalised him. And he's like, do you know what? I've got one more left in me. We know mm-hmm. it takes years to do, but I think this could be the positivity surrounding the show could tip the balance into them actually announcing something eventually i don't know if it will, but i don't think it'll be at the end of this season they'll suddenly announce it but i you know i think sooner rather than later yeah. if this well, show does well they'll announce something
1: i think when this show wraps up they'll announce the multiplayer game like they've announced us oh, being made but i think they'll tell us when it's coming or show us stuff from it um that
0: would be very cool why not capitalize on it it's, it's a business at the exactly. end of the day if you've got people hooked and then you can tell them look we've we've got a new game coming out this show pretty much like the game but you can play it why wouldn't you do that
1: yeah, exactly. It, and again, it, it works for all these other like video game a- adaptations. The Witcher, I don't think that's a good, good, very good show, but um, The Witcher three, they've remastered that game multiple times now and made a PS five version recently <laughs> because that show is so popular, everybody's been rebuying yep. the game, and yep. the same thing can be said for Cyberpunk. The anime Cyberpunk Edge Runners came out and revitalized that game. Everybody's it's going. It works. It's yeah, it's, it's the highest that game has charted and sold as many copies since this launch, which was over two years ago. So and that
0: was a troubled launch.
1: And that was a troubled launch, yeah, massively. So, you know, people definitely gonna be picking up The Last of Us and I'm so excited to even if our listeners want to tell us how what their experience is like if they go to the game after listening to us talk about it, after seeing mm. the season or just these first couple of episodes. You know? Um <laughs> It's so damn good.
0: <laughs> I'm sitting there with a big smile like a like an idiot, like a Cheshire cat. These first two episodes, I'm sorry, man, they're so damn good. They are such a fantastic one-two punch. I mean, the tone, the the way they build atmosphere, attention, Like I said, everything is so deliberate. The patience they're showing for the most part is superb, dude. I mean, we we've seen the clickers, we've seen the first death of the real kind of death of the show. Well, second, so tell a lie, second one. Let's not forget Sarah. You can't forget Sarah. We come on, I almost did. We've seen we've seen raising cookies and where they get you we've seen so much already mate and we're only part two from nine we've still got seven episodes to go and again our look our our reviews non-spoiler are out there on Mm -hmm. bestbeenbulletin.com what i watch tonight.co.uk they're out there if you want to know what we thought overall but mate i'm i'm so excited to get to go to go back and just watch them when they drop and talk about them I have no issue with re-watching these episodes, mate. I know we've said that off-air, by messaging as well, but I've got no issue with going back to watch these two or three times to, no, to make sure we're, we're well-versed because they are so good so far. But hey, mate, episode three could be a load of old rubbish. Maybe mm-hmm. it is, maybe it isn't. But we'll talk about that next week. But is there anything else you want to chuck in about episode two then, mate?
1: No, I think we've, we've covered everything, mate. It's, uh, again, it's a fantastic follow-up from, from last week's and it's a great builder going forward um and i'm so excited for everybody to see next weeks and and hopefully they continue to listen and tell us what they think of the episodes tell us what they think of the game if you hate the episodes please tell us because i want to know what doesn't work i would love to know what doesn't work for you
0: yeah no I, i i second that uh give us give you know tell us give us a good reason, not just, don't know, just, it's rubbish, I didn't like part two of the of the game, so I'm not going to watch it, that doesn't count, would love to know, yeah, you know, critically, why you don't like these, or on, on the flip side, tell us why you do like it, have we missed something, when we've been, fairly methodical in our, review here, but, at the same time, we might have missed something, that you really dug, a little character moment, or, a little noise, that we might not have mentioned, let us know, because there's so much going on, that, this show bears repeat viewing, to be able to pick up, the little things which you might have missed or we might have missed. And like I said, it's it's a damn shame you've got to watch it more than once because it's so damn mm-hmm. good. But yeah, let us know. We'd love to hear you. Thank you, everyone, who started listening to episode one and who stuck around for episode two. And if you're new, hello. We'll be doing these shows every Monday. They'll be dropping all going to be spoiler heavy as well. So thank you for supporting. But that's going to wrap up episode two of ClickerCast, the Last of Us podcast. Best been, my friend. If the world wants to find you online, where can they?
1: You can find me at bestmanbulletin.com or on social media at bestmanbulletin. And yourself? You can find me at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk and
0: just search for what I watch tonight across all of the social media platforms. Not quite Hive. And you will find me there. And like we said, if you are liking what you're hearing, tell other people. If there's a Last of Us fan out there or somebody who's just getting into this show, tell them. There's a couple of guys here every Monday. We'll talk about it. We're friends in real life. We talk about it like mates. It's easy, it's easy listening. Tell them and they're going to love it. Uh, we'd love, we'd love for you to do that and in return, well, we'll just keep doing the shows. But until next week when we come at you of episode three, from me, see ya. And from Bespin. Casual on the flippity flop.